This is the Opening Market Podcast for Friday, August the 5th on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Dustin Huffman. We're on the phone right now with Matt Bennett of agmarket.net. Matt, heading into this Friday, what are we seeing? Well, you know, this week's been an up and down week. Last week was such a strong week. You know, front month bean futures were over $2 higher and November beans, you know, pushing about 50. And, you know, you, you look at the, the trade last week, you come in and right off the bat, we lost 60 cents on beans there, uh, November beans on uh, Monday. And then the rest of the week, you know, Tuesday and Wednesday, we lost some ground again. Uh, and then you, you come in on Thursday and, and you see a 50 cent move higher. So, uh, your head has to be on a swivel right now if you want to see or try to figure out what's kind of going on with the markets. As far as corn's been concerned, you know, it hasn't been near the crazy, um, you know, I guess swings that you've seen in beans, but still, you know, last Friday uh, marked 52 cents higher for the week, you know, and then you come in Monday and Tuesday and you're lower. So essentially everyone's trading weather, uh, pretty heightened sense of, uh, of uh, thought process whenever it comes to macro events around the world. Uh, but it's pretty tough to discount the fact that some of this extreme heat that we've seen in the West, you know, isn't uh, impacting the markets. Well, and as we talked just before going on, you guys have seen uh, quite enough rain, you said, in your area. And, you know, we're not that far away you know, apart. And for us, it's, it's just a matter of uh, trying to get some moisture to fall on the ground. Yeah, it's kind of crazy this week if you to look Earlier in the week there on Tuesday, there was a storm system that kind of stretched from western Illinois down into southeastern Illinois, and quite frankly, it just kept raining in the same spot. Uh, we ended up with massive totals in some places of, um, you know, uh, four inches just on Tuesday alone, and so we've had a couple of farms that have had in excess of six inches this week, and I think people understand that there's definitely areas of the field that will be adversely impacted, but I'm not crying any uh, tears, that's for sure, because this time of year, uh, too much rain is, is uh, you know, definitely better than not enough rain. It's interesting, though. The haves and have-nots this year are going to be profound. I think there will be some areas that are looking at uh, drought-like conditions like 2012. I've talked to several producers that are that dry whereas other producers are talking record yields on their farm. So it's going to take a while to figure out what these yields look like. We'll learn more next Friday from the USDA, but uh, our, our estimates for the USDA report in August are certainly uh, uh, we're trying to basically dip our toe in the water just like they are. I don't, we're going to be a long ways from knowing what the final number is, but it'll be interesting to see them address yield next week. Yeah, it's it's amazing how all the stuff going on around the world, whether it's China, whether it's Russia, Taiwan, Ukraine, whatever it is, Mother Nature still runs the show when it comes to these ag trades, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. You know, ultimately, you know, uh, obviously an issue with uh, Senator Pelosi visiting Taiwan this week. It got the market kind of stirred up. China announced some sanctions here this morning that they're uh, – going to levy against the U.S. because of that visit. But at the same time, this week, we've seen Chinese purchases of beans. So those things have swung the market uh, um, for sure. But at the same time, Dustin, you know, if we end up breaking the heat in the West and we see a decent rainfall pattern over the next two weeks, I can assure you, regardless of outside activity, it's going to be extremely difficult to see any sort of rally whatsoever in corn or beans due to Mother Nature. So you're absolutely correct that uh, Mother Nature holds that trump card, uh, and when it's all said and done, that's what's going to be the biggest impact, especially as we head into U.S. harvest. All right. Now looking over to the livestock side of things, Matt, what are we seeing? 
You know, with livestock, it's been an interesting week. I mean, the thing is, is that last week, of course, it's going to be a tough week to rally because your feed stocks are going up. This week, a little bit better week for a rally because uh, obviously you're seeing the price of corn uh, dip a little bit compared to what we were seeing a week ago. Now, whenever I look at your front month uh, fast at 137.70 on the close yesterday, you know, we're hearing some low 140s, even in the mid 140s cash trade in places. And the same thing goes for feeders. You know, you look at front month uh, feeders there at about 180, you know, and a nice, nice healthy carry for feeders on out. But uh, still, that front month is running below what the cash trade is. So still, whether you're talking feeders or fats, there's plenty of demand out there. And I've got to think that uh, outside of the areas in Oklahoma and Texas and uh, Kansas where cattle are having to be liquidated due to lack of pasture and feed and hay, um, there's definitely going to be people looking for cattle in a major way. So uh, unfortunately, a lot of those folks are having to liquidate. And that means that you're going to see numbers continue to be small, if not dwindle even more. And that just really bolsters my idea that if the if the stock market can hold in place, you're going to see extremely strong prices for cattle out into the winter time frame. What about on the hog side of things? Well, your guess is as good as mine on hogs. Front month hogs are $120, just to give everyone an idea. So August futures, $120. Uh, October is the next month at $97. So, I mean, so you've got this inverse. You're going out to December, you're at $88. So, you know, it's a crazy inverted market. Uh, you've had pretty good demand for hogs. Hog numbers are definitely not uh, uh, real strong. I mean, we've got low hog numbers here in the U.S. And so uh, with strong demand and we see decent exports, uh, that's a big reason that you're seeing uh, $120 pigs. But my personal opinion is that uh, that's plenty rich for now. Now, I will tell you, I don't want to take a position on hogs one way or the other. If I was an independent hog producer, though, I'd certainly be latching on to some of these prices whenever you get up into this 120 level, if you're getting close to terminal at this point. All right, Matt. Well, a lot of great information, a lot of things to, for producers to be keeping track of here. Uh, if they want to talk to agmarket.net to look at some marketing plans, what's the best way to get in touch? Yeah, just agmarket.net, like you were saying, or you can go to agmarket.app uh, on your phone or personal device. But uh, either one of those areas, you can get quite a bit of information, technology, and research uh, that comes from our team. All right, Matt. Well, we thank you for the insight, and we'll talk to you again next week. Oh, absolutely, Dustin. Uh, appreciate you having me. That again was Matt Bennett of agmarket.net here on the Opening Market Podcast. Let's go ahead and run down the futures prices. September corn down one and three quarters at six dollars and a half cent. December down two at six oh four and a quarter. August beans down a penny at sixteen fourteen even. November down eighteen and a half at thirteen ninety nine and a quarter. Soy meal down five dollars and fifty cents at four forty eight per ton. Soy oil up a nickel at sixty two fifty. December Chicago wheat down ten and three quarters at seven ninety one and a quarter. Minneapolis down six and a half at nine oh two and a quarter. Kansas wheat down nine at eight fifty nine even. December oats up a quarter at thirty. 99 and a half. On the Merck, October live cattle down 15 cents at 143.50. August feeders up 25 cents at 179.32. August lean hogs down 15 cents at 120.50. Pork cutouts unchanged at 126.20. Class 3 milk down a nickel at 1989. Thanks again to Matt Bennett of agmarket.net for joining us today on the Opening Market Podcast. I'm Dustin Huffman on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters. <music>